Welcome back to yet another thrilling episode of Babble Riot. I'm Elle. And I'm Lo. Your favorite podcast co-hosts. By the way, nobody's safe on this podcast. Just be warned. That's true. If you know us... You're screwed. You're fucked. Just be warned. Yeah. If you know us, you're screwed. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Lauren Katz? Hail Paige. Cheers, babe. Alright, that's on the floor, please. Okay. On the floor. <laughs> it's gonna rattle. Well, that sounds like a you problem. Mm. Indeed. What's up, baby girl? Well, you know, just living the dream. Happy Tuesday. Yeah, it is Tuesday. It is. What was that vine? Was it Wednesday? I don't know. You know, the one where he has, like, the goggles and he's, like, in the mirror and he's like, it's Wednesday, my dudes. You've never seen that? No. Mm. Okay. (laughs) I wasn't, like, a vine girl. I mean, I had a vine, but I, I, like... I'm more just, like, an internet person, I think, more than you are. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what makes you think that? Like, I think I spend more time on the internet and, like, a various degree. Interesting. I feel like I spend way more time on TikTok than you do. Well, that's why I said a varying degree. Of oh, like, right. I'm okay. on YouTube and Twitter mm. and Twitch and TikTok and Instagram. And oh, yeah. Like, I'm I've got a lot go on going Twitch. on. I don't yeah. even know what that is. Isn't that like what gamers are on? It's like a streaming platform, yeah. So a lot of it is gamers, but then a lot of it is just people like chatting. Why would someone just chat on the internet? That's so weird. That's so crazy. When people content. listen to that? Ew, I know. That's so cringe. I hate it. <laughs> Yikes. But they like record themselves doing it, so it feels more personable. More imminent. Intimate. <laughs> Definitely more intimate. <laughs> imminent. sounded like either a horse dying well let's not say that well that's what it sounded like i think it sounded like a little yippy dog freaking out about the wind blowing through the trees oh yeah maybe that could be it how are you <laughs> smooth transition mm-hmm. uh i'm good yeah yeah you had a good week i had yeah i had a good week no one goes to me this week so thank god yeah, really happy about that. Mm-hmm. I was in Austin, Texas. Yeah. And... First Texas. What? <laughs> this is going to be a rough one, you guys. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have never seen you so excited. <laughs> I was just going to say, this is a bonus episode. This is. So, you're welcome. Because <laughs> I know... Y'all just, y'all. Oh, oh my no. god. I went to Texas for four days and I just said y'all. Texas. 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 <laughs> I went to Texas for four days. Shaka good. That's so embarrassing. Yikes. Okay, I'm gonna stop. <clears throat> Alright, back to my Seattle accent. 
this is a bonus episode. We're recording this on Tuesday. It'll go out on Thursday. And then we will record on Thursday to go out on Monday. Mm -hmm. If this is well received, perhaps this will be a common thing. We'll see. Reoccurring. Yeah, we'll see how much work this is for you to edit. (laughs) (laughs) There's already a lot in here that I'm like, I should maybe take that out. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, So, Tekis. Tekis, yeah. It's really good that you're here, because I don't think I could actually, like, say much without you... <laughs> Bouncing off? Yeah. Well, I think that's how most things are in life, right? That's you know, true. It's, it's a little sad and lonely by yourself, but when you add another person to that mix, it gets Aww. a whole lot more interesting. That's true. Okay, yeah, I was in Texas, and I was fully prepared to hate it, like... No way. Texas is gross. Texas is Republican. Texas is embarrassing for our nation. I mean, I did text you on Monday and asked you how it was going, and you said that Tinder was just a lot of dead animals, dead dead creators, and guns. (laughs) And then she quickly changed her tune. Like a full 180. Mm-hmm. Come Friday, she was like, I'm moving here. I was like, I'm in love with 17 different cowboys. <laughs> Here's the thing about Texas. It changes a person. <laughs> no, but like, Texas men? Hot. Like, okay, I, I always say I don't have a type, which is true. However, no, because if you think about all the people that I've dated... In the history of my dating life, none of them, like, what is the common denominator? There's not one. Seriously. None of my exes look similar. At all. Yeah. At all. I think you like big boys. I love big boys. And your UK ex was a big boy. He was a big boy. Your (laughs) German boyfriend. He wasn't... He wasn't the biggest boy, but he was still a big boy. Yeah, he was still a big boy. That's true. And the your ghost was a big boy. Not really, no. I mean... <laughs> well, what do you mean, big? <laughs> are you kidding me right now? What are you talking <laughs> like, like, the size of his person? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, he wasn't that tall. I thought he was. No, he was like 5'10". That's like decently tall. Yeah, well, it's not, like, a big boy. That's not a short person, but it's not a big boy, you know? <laughs> I guess. Okay. But he was, like, built. Like, he was muscular oh, and he was sure. thick. He, yeah, his so size I could think... barely fit under the table. Okay, that's a big boy, babe. <laughs> Breathe the room. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Whew, is, it hot? <laughs> is it hot in here? <laughs> so, just just the big boy. sweating. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, but there's just a lot of big boys in Texas. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think I probably knew that, but just to have it, like, overwhelmingly... In your face. In my face, swept onto me. Wow. Yeah, it was invigorating, to say the least. I think... And, sorry. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> and they're, they're gentlemen, like, they go out of their way to open the door for you. I never open a door for myself in Texas. Not once. That's crazy. Like, to that me, that's really crazy. Yeah. 
if someone is behind you, normally the person in front of you will leave the door open for you, regardless right. of gender. Mm-hmm. But in Texas, people would see me coming from a distance, go up to the door that was out of their way, and open it until I walked through. Wow. Like, that is so nice. Wow. I know. <laughs> and I've always... That chivalry and mm-hmm. kindness, that's something that I really, really, really like. Yeah. And it's you don't find that very often. No, and it is a very attractive trait. Super attractive. Like, you do not find that in Seattle. No. And you do not find that, at least in Germany, that was not really a thing. Because mm-hmm. everyone's... And this is the problem, like, here and in Germany, here being Seattle... Thank you for that clarification. I think well, the people were really concerned about where we're currently sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing as we both live here. Okay. <laughs> uh, but both of these places are predominantly liberal. Very equal-minded. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I actually want to go into with you because... I'm trying to figure out, is it possible to find a man that believes in equality between Mm -hmm. the sexes, Mm -hmm. but is also chivalrous, romantic, and, you know, goes out of their way to do things for you like it used to be in times where women were not Mm -hmm. considered equal? I, 100%, I think that that guy definitely does exist. I think that, especially in Seattle area and people that maybe lean more left or more liberal want, like, guys want to be, like, I think it's kind of a a tough position that guys are in because a lot of women that are, like, very feminist, even Mm -hmm. more to, like, an extreme that ends up hurting women are, like, don't open the door for me. I can do that Mm -hmm. myself. What makes you think that I'm, like, incapable of doing it? Mm -hmm. And, like, respect to you wanting to, like, maybe challenge those gender norms, I guess. Like, if that's what makes you happy. Yeah. But in turn, you're now kind of teaching that guy or men in general that no one wants that. And Mm -hmm. now, like, if you do that, you're disrespecting women. So don't ever do that again. Right. Which then when you come across women like us that are like, no, like, I want you to open the door. And not that it has to happen every single time, like... I mean, speak for yourself. Okay. For me, it doesn't have to happen every single time. But, like, most of the time, that would be nice. Like, if we're going somewhere, like, you offer to drive, even if you're driving my car. Or, Mm -hmm. like, if I need to get gas, like, you jump out and pump for me or something. Like, it's little things like that where it's not only, like, chivalry, but it's also, like, effort and an act of service also. Yeah, totally. So, I think that that does exist, I think... Like, we as women probably need to be more upfront about not necessarily expectations, but like our bar mm-hmm. and like what's going to make us happy and kind of like what we want out of a relationship and what we want our partner to look like and what we kind of want them to do for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then expect to have like them tell you what they want in return, kind of. Not as like a onesie, twosie, tick for tat, right. but like a. If you're setting all these expectations for a relationship and you're saying, like, these are all the things that I want, including, like, chivalry and blah, 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 understand that there's also going to be something then the guy is going to come back and say, like, okay, well, then, like, I want all these different things, too. Mm-hmm. Like, what what do you think they would want? Like, what is the equivalent of a man being chivalrous, chivalrous for a woman? I don't know, because... 
I would say like probably being like more, if you're thinking about it in just like old timey terms a little bit and like where chivalry mm-hmm. was shown as like women probably weren't supposed to open the door because they couldn't enter a space without a man or like if we're going like way <laughs> yeah, back, you know, that's true. then like probably being more of like the home, like, uh, not homemaker, but like. Like taking more responsibility inside the house, like yeah, cooking, cleaning, that kind of thing. Yeah. If we're keeping it kind of on that playing field, but I, Mm -hmm. and like, I do think that a lot of guys probably expect that out of their partner if they're dating women, but I also know that there's a lot of guys that like to cook, so maybe they take that one off the plate Mm -hmm. of like the home duties and the girl just takes on more of the cleaning. It's just such a difficult or like a fine line Mm -hmm. because I, as a woman, I don't want to be... I don't want to, I don't want for it to be assumed that I'm going to be in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. raising the children, Mm -hmm. cooking all the meals, Mm -hmm. cleaning everything, Mm -hmm. also having a job Mm -hmm. outside of the house, and I'm doing that because you're opening the door for me, and because maybe sometimes you bring me flowers, like, that doesn't really feel equal. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like... Is there... I guess when a guy's being really chivalrous to you, like, what Mm -hmm. do you feel like you're getting out of that? Is it, like, a respect thing? Is it an act of service thing? Is it, like, a respect thing? Like, how do you see that? All of it. I think it's very respectful. I feel seen and definitely an act of service. I mean, I mentioned in another episode that my love language is predominantly... Well, it's all of them. <laughs> but, Naturally. <laughs> but, like, the main, main one was words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, that, I don't know, that doesn't really go hand in hand with being chivalrous necessarily. I think it, I mean, it's like a nonverbal. Yeah. Affirmation of, like. That's true. I'm doing this for you. Yeah. I just think it's respectful. Yeah. But it's, it's hard because, like you said earlier, there's so many women out there, extreme feminists or normal feminists alike, that are like, no, I can open the door for myself. And yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. I can also open the door for myself. I do it every single day of my life. Sure. Except for when I'm in Texas. <laughs> and that's all fine. But there, I don't know. There's just something about a man going out of their way to open the door for you that's just so nice. Mm-hmm. Like... Yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. It just feels good. So if you had to then equate that to something that a woman can do for a man, what do you think that would look like? Like, what do you think an act of service or a word of affirmation or just showing a man that, like, you care about them or you're willing to, like, go out of your way for them? Mm -hmm. I think something like a massage. Like, I feel... No, like, I know that sounds weird, but, like... Okay, I really gotta stop saying like. (laughs) Sorry, so sorry. Uh, A place where they can like fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Make a space for them to just relax and not feel as if they need to be the big macho man. So, for example, they can just lay down and get a massage. Mm-hmm. Or lay down and have their faces, uh, what's it called? Facialized. 
drinks and it's like a vodka lemonade she's had like four sips so let's not get it twisted i'm a lightweight i'm watering yours down next time oh uh, okay not okay facialize is not the right word but you know what i mean mm-hmm. give them a facial yeah put potions and lotions on their face give them a hand massage give them a foot massage what if you are with a guy that doesn't see any of that as an act of service or like a caring thing but more as like a put down or you are um like disrespecting their manhood in a way what no i'm sorry we'll break up immediately because (laughs) stupid okay no not into that so you want the chivalry of a manly man outside of the house but the softness of someone that's maybe more in tune with their emotions and feminine totally, side. Totally. In the house. Yeah. And out sometimes? Yeah. Okay. I want the best of both worlds. I'm Hannah Montana. Isn't she from Texas? <laughs> no, I think like Nashville. Oh, it's like the same thing, right? Um, I don't think so. Thanks. <laughs> might be okay. listening some listeners here. <laughs> No, everyone from so. Texas just <laughs> you. followed and left. Okay, we're gonna have to create this man probably in a lab, but <laughs> I think we can come up with something. <laughs> He's gotta be out there somewhere. He is for sure. And this has been my problem. Like, I feel like every guy that I've dated, they always have a majority of what I'm looking for, but they're always missing like a very important component. Of the other side. Of the other side. And, yeah, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, you want to be treated as an equal, but, like, sometimes you want to not be treated as equal. Just a little tiny bit. Yeah, sometimes it'd be nice to be babied and taken care of. For sure. Yeah. But also, like, I'm just very independent, Mm -hmm. so I don't have a big issue with, like, taking care of myself for the most part. But there are times where I'm, like... (laughs) <laughs> me baby <laughs> mm. I'm baby today <laughs> take care of me <laughs> you know yeah I do, I do. you got it I got it <laughs> oh yikes yeah so if you are him if you believe to be him go ahead and email me <laughs> Don't even slide in the DMs. Email her. Straight like a professional, emails. please. Babbleriot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I'll read it too. <laughs> I'll proofread them before. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Also, a beard would be great. Mm-hmm. Not like a long one, just a very short, cute one. I mean, I can definitely think of somebody that went to Hazen High School that kind of ticks all these boxes. What? I know. I'll tell you after. <laughs> Wait, I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. What I'm not going to say that. Mouth, mouth it. No. Please. Mm-mm. Come on. Mm-mm. Okay, I'm going to text it. it to you. I'm gonna, okay, text it to you. Okay. Here, I'll just type it out. No and then you can way. I have no idea who this I'm is. I'm dying to see your reaction. Wait, is it someone from our class? Mm-hmm. What? I cannot think of one single 
No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. No. Really? Absolutely not. Do you think he's too soft? Yeah. Okay. And just not my type well, at all. Well, for sure. But I was just saying, if we're just talking about a guy that is, like, softer, and I think it would treat a woman, like, so well. Would he? I think so. I don't know. He kind of gives me... I don't know, like, maybe he's not bad into women vibes. <laughs> really? Like, half of the time. Interesting. Part-time into women, part-time into men. I mean, Which, like, same, off, King. been there. You know? <laughs> done so, that. Been same. there, done that. Um, interesting that that's who you thought of. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. That's gonna be a hard pass for me, but... That's fine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm if just you, trying to keep your options open, okay? Yeah, no, that's great. I just feel like that type of person was all they saw in Texas. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, you want to keep a gun in the house? That might be fine with me. If that if that is the only thing that's keeping me from finding that person... I'm going to burst your bubble right now. Okay, burst it. If you voted for Trump... And you live in Texas, mm-hmm. and you own guns, mm-hmm. and probably drive a truck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now, he's not gonna be okay with a facial on a Friday night. He That's... might be. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I feel like there's some guys from Texas listening right now. <laughs> if you drive a truck, if you have guns at home, if you voted for Trump, what was the other thing? Were those the only three things? Or if you live in Texas, which okay. Yeah. And you would be okay with a facial or a back massage or doing something slightly feminine like that. If you'd be okay with your girlfriend doing that for you, let me know. DM me, email me. Like, I gotta know. I gotta know. I wanna know. Can you tell me? Yeah, sing it, babe. No. That's all all they get. All right. They don't have to pay for that. (laughs) We should make them pay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, enough about me. How was your week? My week was good. Um, Yeah, it worked. Um, My dad and I are doing City League ski racing this year again. So on Wednesdays, we go up to Snoqualmie and do a little ski racing. It's cute. And um, volunteer. Have we ever been skiing together? Do you ski? No. So then no. Oh, but like, I mean, I have. I don't do it now, but (laughs) I've done it before. (laughs) How many times would you say? Uh, probably six and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you don't think any of those times are with you? No, I don't think so. I think I went with Lauren Larson then, maybe. I thought she snowboarded. Well, I mean, I went to a mountain with someone. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you ski and snowboard on a mountain. You. This is true. Yes. So. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't think we've ever gone together. I would love to. I think that'd be so entertaining for me to watch. <laughs> to watch me die? <laughs> I would wow. want you die. We could start on the Magic Mountain, work our way up. There's just nothing about going down, down. <laughs> down by the Down by the river. <laughs> There's nothing about going down a sheet of ice that's like. It's not ice. Oh, whatever it is. It just doesn't sound fun. No. <laughs> also just I don't being, like to be cold I was gonna say nothing about skiing or winter sports 
makes me think of you. <laughs> what sport makes you think of me? Boating. <laughs> really? But like going out on a boat. So not a sport. Just no. a, a leisure activity. <laughs> Beach volleyball. No. I don't um, want to get sand in my crack. Tennis. Yeah. I could see you. Golf. I could see you belonging to like a nice mm. country club one day and, you know, going out with your hubby. I don't know. My friend Taylor plays golf and it's, I mean, I don't think she's that good at it, but she plays it a lot. <laughs> Rough. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> well, no, that's what she told me. Oh, okay. Uh, Own it. Own your narrative. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, takes out clients a lot for oh, golfing. okay. And I'm like, wow, I don't think I could... I don't know how you do that. My dad was giving me this lecture the other night about how he was talking to me because City League does ski racing during the winter and then during the spring there's golfing and he was talking to me because I work in construction for my real job about the fact that one day I'll probably have to take clients out or I'll get invited out to go to some kind of golf tournament and it'll be so impressive if you can actually play and like keep up with the So you knew that? Maybe. Cool. Mm-hmm. I took golf lessons when I was little. Oh, I took a lot of lessons, and I yeah. played in tournaments. Like, oh. I, I'm not, I'm not bad. You're not unfamiliar with the turf? <laughs> the sod? Sure. <laughs> what sport are we playing? The fairway? <laughs> no. Uh, big sports girl. For sure. <laughs> I know my way around a driver. Oh, I know. Okay. I just got to work on my long game, like my driving. My short game, fire. I can chip and putt so well. I've always been really good at that. Cool. But just getting ball off the ground on drive. (laughs) Your girl needs some work on. That's me at the driving range, like 12 swings before I actually come into contact with the ball. (laughs) And then it just like dribbles down. Mm Mm-hmm. I used to always make my dad, when we'd go hit balls, if we went to Maplewood, go on the second tier because I felt like I was actually yeah. getting it off because it would fly through the air for a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I just remembered. Mm-hmm. I have to give someone a shout out. Oh boy. So I met this guy. He was my Lyft driver in Austin, Texas. OMG. And we were talking about uh, the pod. Love that. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I'm going to start listening to it after I drop you off. And I was like, yes, you are. King. I love that. So I told him I would give him a shout out. So Carlos. Oh my God. Carlos. This for you. <laughs> Dedicated to Carlos. Yeah. That should be the title. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Carlos, my Lyft driver, you were amazing. I gave you five stars. Oh my god, did you tip him? Of course I tipped him. Yeah. Like 20%, 25%? Wow. One of those, forget. Queen. Um, also, he told me that he wanted to be an undercover cop one day. Mm-hmm. And Carlos, I just want you to know, you can do it. Yeah, chase your dreams, babe. Chase your dreams. Don't let anyone tell you you can't. Yeah. You can, you can finish high school. You can finish your GED. You can get the credentials that you need. I know it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Nothing in life ever there is. No. But and if you have a dream, go after it. Yeah. I think police departments are probably kind of hurting right now, too, for some people, because everyone gets fired. <clears throat> I kind of forgot why I went off on that whole golf tangent. Mm. 
I think we were just talking about sports. Yeah. That I could see you play, which is golf. That's... And I would love to marry somebody that plays golf mm-hmm. so that they can, A, play with my dad and he can be entertained, like babysit yeah. him for a little bit so my mom and I can go like wine tasting or something. Mm-hmm. And so that on the weekends I can just ride in the cart and like read a book and have like a little mimosa or something while they golf. Really? Mm-hmm. That's your dream? Well, not my dream, oh. but I would do it sometimes for them <laughs> like as a way to spend time together. That's cute. Yeah. I don't... Like, there's not a lot of motivating factors Mm. for me to want to be in 98 degrees, full sun, swinging a bat. I mean, a golf club. (laughs) (laughs) Swinging a golf club. (laughs) When are you moving to Arizona or California? Why is it 98? Well, you're not moving to Texas. I might. No. Carlos? <laughs> Carlos and I had a little... A little connection? A little connection. Oh, my God. Um, Did he open the door for you? No. Mm. Carlos? He, when I got in, he was like, oh, I'm just really glad you're not a drunk girl. And I was like, fair. I can work on that. Yeah. <laughs> you got any booze in here, Carlos? <laughs> I can change that real quick. Yeah. Again. I was actually surprised that I wasn't a drunk girl because I had a lot to drink that night. And normally, like, look at me now. I know, I was going to say. Ten, no, like five sips. There's something about me being around you, Lauren, that I, I, it, like, makes me feel, like, dumber or drunker or something. I don't know what it is. That's supposed to be a compliment? Or... I think it's just because I'm so comfortable around you, I can just, like, let loose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel your inhibitions. <laughs> Feel the rain on your skin. <laughs> How does that go? No one else can feel it for you. Only you can let it in. No one else. No, no one, one else, else can speak the words on your lips. lips. Put Some yourself in words, words unspoken. unspoken. Live your life with arms wide open. Today is where your boat begins. The rest is still unwritten. That was for free as well. <laughs> Mine wasn't. <laughs> Charging. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's great. Carlos, love you. Bye. Also, I thought we were... Wee, 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 wee. Are you having a stroke? Do I need to call 911? I do. Well, we're going to transition <laughs> and talk about the question or answer the questions that you guys asked us for ask us anything which was like when did we do that two weeks ago but it was before the first episode yeah so there's a lot of questions we didn't get to so we're gonna get to them right now rn so low cat <sighs> so sorry mm-hmm. are you here with us barely hanging on <laughs> still alive but i'm barely breathing okay what's your worst habit Cool, 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 cool. Again, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, too clean. <laughs> I don't know. My worst habit? Um, I have really bad breath in the morning. <laughs> My boobs can tell when it's raining. <laughs> um, <sighs> you, like, twitch a lot. 
I do. I'm very bouncy. <laughs> You're very bouncy. I do crack my knuckles, which I know mm-hmm. not everybody loves. Um, Sorry if you can hear that siren. I mean, I am very clean almost to a point where it's very annoying and bothersome, especially for other people that I've lived with in the past. Great. Can't wait. Well, I feel like you're pretty clean, so I don't think it should be an issue. But, um, like, if the dishes aren't done within, like, a certain amount of time after dinner, Mm -hmm. I'm annoyed. Yeah. If the, like, shit gets left out overnight and Mm -hmm. doesn't get put back where it's supposed to go, I'm annoyed. Okay. You also wash your bed sheets, like, four times a week. Four is extreme. Two. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Not every week. I mean, it really depends on, like, what I did during the week. Interesting. Or who you did? No, just what I did. Okay. And, like, nine times out of ten. It's a couple times a week. But I'll usually just wash. I do all my laundry on Sunday, and Mm -hmm. I have multiple sets of sheets. So on, like, Wednesday or Thursday... I'll pull the sheets off my bed, put them in the wash or, like, my laundry, and then put the other set on. Gotcha. So it's not like I'm washing them midweek. I okay. just do it all on Sunday and yeah. do all my laundry that day. Okay. That's... I mean, there's worst habits. First, worst like, habits. Yeah. If my worst habit is that I'm too clean, like, okay, sue me. Yes. Um, I'm also really bad with money. If I want something, I'm probably going to get it. Um, Mm -hmm. Meal prepping, I could definitely be better at. I've gotten way better at making my coffee here in the morning and not getting Starbies. Mm -hmm. Lord knows I don't need to spend $7 a day on a coffee that I drink like half of because I usually never Mm -hmm. finish them. Yeah. I'm so busy at work. Do you get a hot coffee or or iced coffee? Fuck no, baby. (laughs) It's iced coffee for life for me. Okay, yeah, same. It could be the dead of winter, snowing. It is the dead of winter, and it was snowing this morning. So true. Yeah. And I had a nice coffee today. Yeah. My mom and I went to Boston. Uh-huh. I've never been colder in my life. <laughs> iced coffee every day. I had my mittens and like 17 layers and was shivering, but I still was holding my little Dunkin' iced coffee. <laughs> the the ice cubes rallies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would okay. be more... Let me do mine. <laughs> that a- was me. ASMR. That was my cup of iced coffee in Boston. <laughs> What's your uh, worst habit? My worst habit. This is an unhinged episode, by yeah, the way. Is... Oh my god. Should I even edit any of this? Yes, for sure. There are some parts that we need to cut out. <laughs> but um, um, we went into this with no plan, really. Zero we were plan. like, let's just chat. Yeah. So you guys are really getting an unfiltered experience here. You really are. This is great. <sighs> Totes. My goats. My worst habit... Mm, I also crack my knuckles, which I know is annoying for some people. Uh, I have this thing <laughs> where <laughs> I pick my hair. Mm-hmm. Like... I'll look at the ends of it and see, oh no, I've got a split end. And I will look at it, I will separate it from the rest of the hairs, and I will pluck off the dead part of the hair. Mm -hmm. However, this creates more damage. Mm. It's not actually helpful at all whatsoever. Glad I do that too, so. But I do it all the time. If I have nothing to do, if I'm 
listening to something, if I'm on an airplane, if I'm in class, like when I used to go to school, whatever it may be, I'm looking at my hair, looking at the bottoms of my hair and picking it off. And when I was younger, I would go as far as being too lazy to get up and grab scissors. So I would take a piece of hair, put it between my teeth, and bite it, bite off the <laughs> dead, the dead end. Hmm. Which might be healthier than picking it off. I'm not sure. I didn't, like, eat it or anything. Not a hair. I'm not that That's crazy. Ew. <laughs> But, okay, I feel like because I said that, it makes it sound like I actually did eat it. <laughs> You're just in the corner, coughing up like a hairball. <laughs> like a cat. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Everyone who's matched on me on Tinder has now unmatched me. <laughs> She's fairly normal, you guys. It's fine. <clears throat> I would say that's, like, my biggest thing. I just get really obsessed over my split ends. Yeah. I will be in bed, about to turn the light on, mm-hmm. off, be looking at my split ends, and be like, no, I can't go to bed like this. Yeah. Get up, go to my bathroom, get my little shears out, and start clipping the dead ends. And it's like, they're never ending. They're not, they're not going to just all go away if I do this. Right. And I feel like eight more grow or right. split as I cut one off. So I just got to get my hair done more. I think that's the only solution here. Yeah. I do pick my nails. That's probably oh, not a great habit. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I don't do that. I'm, I'm civilized. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, next question. Oh, that was fun. What's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? I'm sure if I had more time to really... Okay, let's circle back to that one. ...open up the depths of my childhood and, like, things that obviously were, like, a trauma response and I've just blacked out, (laughs) for sure, like, if someone has waved at me but, like, wasn't actually at me and someone behind me and I've waved back, cringe. That sucks, yeah. Done that several times in my life and I hate it every time. Do you remember when we were little or, like, I guess probably middle school age, you'd go up to someone... Come up behind them, wrap your hands around their face, and like cover their eyes and mm-hmm. say, Guess who? Mm-hmm. I fully did that to someone that I thought was Jen. <laughs> it was not Jen. <laughs> they turned around and were like, What? And I was like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I thought you were my friend. And she was like, No. <laughs> and I was like, Cool. Roger. I will say also, I don't think I've ever talked about this to anybody in my entire life, but one time in like middle school, Mm -hmm. somebody from our group of friends texted me and was like, let's have a sleepover this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sick. Love this. That's so exciting. Yeah. Told my mom. She was like, yep, for sure. Texted her back. And I was like, we're confirmed. Sleepover this weekend. Oh, my God. I was so excited all week. Okay. And the other person, like, never brought it up in person. But I just kind of figured that, like, we had talked about it over text. So, like, why talk about it in person? Mm -hmm. Like, we're still good. Everything's fine. Yeah. So, sleepover day comes. Texted. And I'm like, hey, we're about to leave my house. And they're like, okay, cool. Great. See you soon. 
I show up, they fully meant to invite Lauren Larson <gasps> and not me. So I show up and the devastation on their face that I am not the person they intended <gasps> to be there. Oh no. Rattled me to my core. And I have never forgotten that feeling Aww. of them being like, it's fine though. And me staying anyway. <laughs> Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Why didn't I, like, leave and be like, no, clearly, like, you didn't want me here. Oh, my God. It was so bad. That's so awkward. It was so bad. Oh, my God, I need to know who this is. Made the best of it. <laughs> Don't, I can't, no, I'm not going to read your lips right now. <laughs> we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> okay. But that's probably one of the most embarrassing, but it's not like mm-hmm. there was a whole lot of witnesses to it mm-hmm. besides obviously like the people that were there and then I'm yeah. assuming whoever they told afterwards yeah damn that sucks it was a tough show it's a tough time I I also can't really think of anything I mean there's not to say that there's not been anything embarrassing <laughs> happening to me because surely there has been but I don't know I, I this one thing does come to mind though oh I can think of it uh, for me or for you? Oh, for you. <laughs> okay, you want to go? Go ahead and tell us. What is it? <laughs> okay. Go ahead. There's a lot of people that are probably going to know who this is about. I'll just, I mean, the, the people who know already know. Okay. I was talking to this guy very briefly, mm-hmm. like a year and a half ago. Oh, so semi-recently. semi and I have, like, I wasn't really super thrilled about the whole concept, but I had other people kind of selling me the idea of, like, this is what, like, you should go for, and, like, he's such a nice guy, and, like, this is what you've been wanting, and, like, just give it a chance, blah, 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 okay. blah, blah, and I was like, okay, like, you guys are right, like, whatever. Wait, I don't think I know what you're talking about. Oh, boy. Um, and, like, over time, I had just gotten more and more, like, this is just, like, I don't like it, it feels icky, I don't really like him, like, mm. was getting the ick. Yeah. And the more time that we spent together the more I was like no I hate this yeah and then one day he got a tattoo (laughs) and I hated it but didn't have the heart to tell him yeah so I was sending a snapchat to one of our mutual friends and was like oh my god I hate his hat tattoo it's so ugly it's giving me even more of the ick Sent it to him no. by accident. No. And so then had to like backpedal a tiny bit and just apologize out the ass to be like, wasn't meant for you. I'm so sorry. Like, let's talk about it. Oh my he God. just completely shut everything down. And I just said, I haven't been feeling it for a while. I just don't see it going anywhere, which was a conversation that I needed to have yeah. with him. Just couldn't find the right time previous to this, and so this really shoved me into it. Yeah. But my God, my heart dropped when I sent that text message to be like, "He's so icky." Yeah, I've done that before too, where I've sent, I've been talking shit about someone or you know whatever it it is, and send it to that person by accident. Mm -hmm. That's good times. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. I like 
really can't think of anything super embarrassing, but I know that there are things. The only thing that I can think about is I sent, um, it wasn't even like a nude picture. I think it was like in a bra. Mm-hmm. I was probably like 17 or something. Edgy. Super edgy. <laughs> and I sent it to someone, I don't even remember who I sent it to, okay. on the football team or the basketball team. Okay. And uh, one of the guys on, oh, maybe it was the basketball team. That's well, what you just said. I know, but I couldn't remember if it was the basketball team or the football okay. team. Okay. So, okay, let's just go with the basketball team. Okay, I like that for us. <laughs> um, someone that was my friend said, hey, so-and-so showed your picture to every single guy in the locker room before our game Friday night. By the way, that's illegal. Just for the record. Yeah, that's child porn. It's also revenge porn. It's yeah. illegal on multiple counts. So that was mortifying. Yeah. Because then I just felt like everyone on the... Fo- on the oh my god. Was it football? <laughs> Maybe it was both. <laughs> uh, everyone on the basketball team just thought I was this like crazy... Whore couture. Whore couture and couldn't keep my chubbies in my shirt, mm. which I don't know. I I wasn't, I wasn't a whore couture. No. At all. Not at all. Um, and, and then guys thought they could start talking to me like I was... A whore couture. Yeah. And yeah. it was really upsetting. That's always the craziest thing to me is like... People that, especially with OnlyFans culture right now, mm-hmm. and streamers being on OnlyFans, and then something bad happens to them, or any internet personality having an OnlyFans, and then something bad happens to them, and the repercussions and the response is like, well, she deserved it because like she has an OnlyFans. It's yeah, like, like no, no, those no. two are not hand in hand. Those no. do not go together. Just because she feels comfortable. Posting content here that you are paying for. You're right. filling her pockets and her bags for mm-hmm. being sexualized, which she has been probably her entire, her entire life, life. But now she's just getting ahead of it. Yeah. Doesn't mean now that she's a slut or deserves to be slut shamed or is always like down to have sex or yeah. any of those things. Nor does she deserve to have bad things happen to her. Right. Or totally. a man. Vice versa. Yeah. Equally. It's insane. It's so crazy. And it was especially crazy being so young. Mm -hmm. And, well, when I was, I don't know, 12, 13, I already had, like, a D cup. Mm -hmm. So I I felt people looking at me, looking at that from a very young age. And that kind of put in my mind, like, oh, this is what being a woman is. You just get sexualized. Yeah. Doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. And I had friends, same age, that didn't have mm-hmm. boobs yet, and they were goody two-shoes. Mm-hmm. But because I had boobs, I was a slut. Like, what is that? And At 13? Working be for real. Be fucking for real. <laughs> working in corporate right now, too, as somebody that also has yeah. titties now, yeah. didn't then. It's <laughs> so hard to find clothes that I deem appropriate because mm. of my big boobs, where it's like, yeah. I'm not trying to show them off. I'm not trying right. to have them out. That's just naturally going to happen here. There. Sorry. Yeah. What do you want me to do about it? Yeah. It's crazy. But, I mean, I had a butt growing up. Sadly, she's gone. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, 
But the amount of times that I would just be walking in the hallway and have my ass grabbed mm. by just strangers, psychotic. Yeah. For just existing and walking in a hallway. Yeah, that's so true. And being on volleyball, too. Like, oh after school, God. we would be running around in our little short shorts, mm-hmm. which were, that was our uniform. Like, we were required yeah. to wear that. But I remember feeling so uncomfortable because I just felt like all eyes were on me. And I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be that unclothed. And even still today, like, I don't really like exposing that much of my body. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really like wearing short stuff or, like, tank tops or anything like that. Like, I just, I'm not somebody that was ever super down with wearing like minimal amounts of clothing Mm -hmm. so to be on volleyball wearing like a really tight jersey because of like contact on your arm from the ball and tiny little short shorts I was very much like felt like I was in a fishbowl all the time because that was something that I never did and now I have to I had such bad anxiety during games Mm -hmm. like during practice it was fine because it was just our just the girls just the girls but I remember, like, the football team would always show up or the basketball team, whatever, like, a bunch of guys, and they would start whistling at you when you ran out onto the court, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, I want to focus on the game, but I can't because I, my focus is that there's a bunch of people focusing on what I look like in this outfit right now. Yep, and, and running around and, and playing sports. And my tits bouncing around mm-hmm. and my bum jiggling, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. And we're so young. Uh-huh. And I guarantee any guys that played on the football team, let us know if you ever felt like that on the field. Would love to know. Ever. There's a really great Amy Schumer skit where it's kind of like a role reversal situation. So her and her girlfriends go over to like a park uh, basketball court Mm -hmm. and they're watching the guys run around and they're... They're watching the guys run around in their shorts, and the guys are wearing, like, prosthetic ding-dongs, basically, Mm -hmm. and they're just, like, bouncing around (laughs) in the shorts, and all the girls are like, hell yeah, how many inches? You know, just, like, completely degrading them, but it's like, that's literally what it's like to be a woman. Every day. Every single day. (laughs) It's hard out here. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even have to be a freaking supermodel. Mm Mm-mm. In the average woman... Or, as TikTokers like to call me, a five. Put a garbage bag over your face. Oh my god, you guys. I was... Absolutely wild. Cyberbullied this week. Like, hardcore cyberbullied on TikTok. I posted something while we were... While I was in Austin about this guy. Okay. Sorry. Backstory. So, I was at this bar with a friend, and there was a guy sitting at the bar and he kept turning around and looking at me like constantly like he would talk to his friend turn around look at me talk to his friend turn around look at me and I kept making eyes at him too I was like yeah this could be something I feel something here's a vibe you're hot and he never came up to me and like I just couldn't wait any longer so we just left yes I could have gone up to him but is that me being in my divine feminine no it's not Mm -mm. so I posted on TikTok later that night, if you were this guy at Clive Bar on Rainy Street, let me know. Like, I felt it too. <laughs> Obviously, like, it was mostly a joke, right? And some guy commented on the TikTok and was, like, pretending to be that guy and saying, yeah, I didn't come up to you because I don't date fives. And I video replied it, and I was just trying to be hot in the video, 
and which is actually really easy for me. Mm-hmm. And at the end, I just said, okay, posted that on TikTok. Several, and I mean several men, commented and were just brutal, saying things like, you should be wearing a bag over your head, that's how ugly you are, saying, that guy calling you a five is generous, <laughs> saying, you're actually a three, just nothing nice, nothing at all nice. Meanwhile, all these men look like fucking thumbs. <laughs> None of them are cute at all. They're, I mean, I, I, and it's like, I don't even want to talk about someone's looks because that's not, like, I don't think that's fair Yeah. to talk about how someone looks. A lot of the times that's not something that you can change. Yes, there's, you know, procedures, whatever, but if you're going to attack someone for something that they can't change, mm-hmm. that's really shitty on mm-hmm. you. And I'm confident in my own skin and I can take that kind of negativity mm-hmm. to an extent. I mean, I don't want that all of the time. Course, that would yeah. eventually get to me, I think. But there's so many people that could not take that. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that have had a really hard time. They're going through something. And having someone comment something like that on a video of theirs would send them over the edge. Especially someone that has struggled with that their entire life. Yeah. And maybe has finally gotten to a place where they feel comfortable in their own skin. <coughs> and are like happy with where they are in their life and their appearance. And then to have you drag them back down yeah. is just going to send them back to that mental state. Yeah. And to be honest, I've struggled with my appearance. I think most women, probably most people have yeah, at sure. some point in their life. And I'm in a place now where I feel I've accepted, you know, what it is that I am. And, you know, having someone knock you down for your appearance, it does hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, like, cry about it. I'm not, it's not going to change the way that I perceive myself. Mm -hmm. But it's just rude. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand why people think they can just go out of their way to comment something mean. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's so many people that do that. When that wasn't even the point of your video, too. You know, I can understand. I mean, I can barely understand. Mm -hmm. If you were making a funny TikTok about, like, how hot you are and about how men don't deserve to talk to you because of how attractive you are. And then had a response like that. It's like, okay, like, I get the banter there a little bit. But you solely were just saying, I was making eyes at this man at a bar. He's hot. I'm hot. Let's see what we can do here, people. TikTok. Let's bring us together. And then there was there was another commenter that was like, he wasn't being rude, like you didn't need to say that. He was just saying that you're not his type. And I was like, No, sorry, that is being rude. Yeah. Because that once again had nothing to do with my appearance. He went out of his way Mm -hmm. to make a comment about the way that I look. Yeah. So that is rude. Yeah. (laughs) Um and yeah, obviously I went to their profiles and looked at their pictures, and two of them had girlfriends Great. that were in their videos and stuff, and I mean... I I'd be embarrassed. I don't want to put anyone down, but like, if you're calling me a five, like, what do you think you are? Better be a ten out of ten. Because, yeah, that's... <laughs> That's real crazy. And, like, how embarrassing to be those guys' girlfriends, too. And, like, have your man out here acting like that on the timeline. 
That's cringe. That's super cringe. That's super sad. Eek. Yeah. Hate that for you. (laughs) All right. Moving right along. The next question. Who do you hope listens to this podcast? Oh my God. I mean, everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Um, The Obamas, for sure. Like Michelle and Barack? Yeah. Or, okay. And also the girls. Sasha and Malia. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I don't have anyone in mind in particular, but I hope that... I hope that everyone that listens can take something away from it. Mm -hmm. Or can at least, like, relate to it. Yeah, and it's comforting to hear other people either, A, talking about something that they share a similar mindset to or Mm -hmm. agree with or makes them feel better in their situation or can teach somebody how to maybe change what they're doing or how they've been moving through life to maybe be nicer or benefit the masses. Like I think that if I talk, if I really get down to like my life goal, I want to leave the world better than like when I came into it. Like I want to leave a good impression and change people or things or situations for the better. Yeah. I'm all about lifting people up. I love that. That's why we've been besties for so long. I know. Just lift me right up. You raise me up so <laughs> I can walk on stand, mountains. Stand, stand on mountains. Stand on mountains. <laughs> you raise me up to walk on stormy seas. Stormy seas. I am strong when I am on your shoulders. You raise me up to more than I can be. <laughs> We've done a lot of singing this, <laughs> this episode, my God. <laughs> it's because we have such beautiful voices. Surely. Okay, I guess I have to answer this question now. Mm-hmm. For reals, not just like the Obamas. Well, 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 who do you hope listens? I mean, honestly, same as what you said. I also think that I, I've struggled for so long with what I want to do, mm-hmm. like career-wise, and at like the very core of what I want to do, it's help others, mm-hmm. and you know, like I've kind of juggled different things throughout my adulthood, helping children as a teacher or. I don't know what else have I done. That's pretty much all I've done. But um, wanting to help others and, like, I went to school to be a journalist and I wanted to do that to, like, raise awareness about things, to tell people's important stories. And but I think, like, when it comes down to it, all I really want to do is help others. And I know that sounds, like, slightly cringe, slightly, like, okay. But I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> That's what I'm into. <laughs> and uh, I think I think that's what this could be, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think broadening, like, obviously, like, you have a lot of Instagram followers, I would say. Like, more than I do. Mm-hmm. Which is not a lot. <laughs> um, 
And so I think just expanding that and furthering your reach and just Mm -hmm. doing something out of our comfort zone and obviously teaching yourself like a new trade kind of and getting into like the production side of stuff also will just broaden your horizons or maybe even just mindset to applying for some kind of production studio in Seattle like that cut. Have you ever watched those on YouTube? They have like a bunch of different videos and they're all really fun and fascinating. Mm. So even just dipping your toe in that kind of world and getting involved in something Mm -hmm. like that where you could just gain experience, make relationships with people, kind of just get your foot in the door. Yeah. To even expand into something like, you know, making a documentary or something and just being a part of an experience like that. Totally. Thank you for answering that on my behalf because that was hard for me (laughs) this is why this is why I need you (laughs) I'm not I'm not the best with my words like verbally Mm -hmm. I'm a great writer Mm -hmm. I can write the shit out of anything Mm -hmm. speaking on the other hand it's getting better through this podcast yeah okay someone said should I be honest with you on here always always but like a weird question yeah honesty is the best policy of course what's your favorite sport oh boy um i would say skiing for me um not for me (laughs) i don't i like watching baseball and i like baseball games because they're very chill and laid back and you can eat hot dogs and nachos and fries Uh uh-huh garlic fries a hot dog and a cold beer oh my god sleeping bag boy uh he ate garlic fries on our second date, oh, and I was like, surely you're not going to do that, and then try to kiss me, right? Like, surely not. No, he fully did. Mm. That's either something you commit to eat together, so that you're on the same playing field when it comes to, like, breath, or something that, you know, you do after you've been in a relationship for a little bit. And... For eight years. Okay, well, I don't feel eight that months. extreme about it. Eight months? I don't know. Eight weeks? That's like, surely something. Eight no, eight, no. That's wild, dude. Like, I still... garlic fries? <sighs> I think your sense of smell is... Yeah, I have a really... Uh, what's it called? What's that kind of nose called? <laughs> what? <laughs> like a dog nose? It's called, like, a canine nose or something? There's, like, a term for it. Uh, you need, like, a really... A sniffer? Yeah, when you have a really... Strong sniffer? Strong sniffer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, I have one of those. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Don't have sick breath around Al, okay? Note that. Yeah, note it. Put it in your notes right now. Okay, my favorite sport to watch is probably football. Me and my dad go way back watching football together. Cute. Since day one. Um, To play, probably tennis or b-ball. Okay. Well... Oh, right. The skincare one. We're going to circle back to that, I promise. Yeah. How have you changed as an adult? Good, bad, growth. Oh, my God. This is hard. I mean, I don't think I've really changed a whole lot. I think Mm -hmm. I've always been told my entire life that I'm, like, wise beyond my years. I've always felt, like, way more mature Mm -hmm. than my peers. And, like, I just didn't really fit in. 
for the longest time, I thought my parents were lying to me about my age. Like, surely Mason and I were twins. <laughs> and you're just lying to me about how old I am for some unknown reason. That's like, funny. Obviously, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they weren't. <laughs> but I was so convinced for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that I'm an adult, I don't think that I've changed really a whole lot from... Like, high school, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, besides, obviously, like, just being more mature and making better decisions for myself. But I think that just, like, comes with age a lot of the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, obviously, having your own, like, fun money is dangerous. <laughs> so that's probably a bad thing. But, you know, at the end of the day, pretty happy. So. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I don't think I change a whole lot. I feel like I've, I feel like I've changed a bit. I think I used to be very guarded and very set in my ways and I was an extreme planner and like if anything went off of the plan, it would stress me out to no end Mm -hmm. and it's, I don't know how or why, but I've completely done a 180, like planning now stresses me out. Like, I don't, I don't really want to have a plan. I just want to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. I want to be spontaneous. I mean, I do enjoy being spontaneous now, whereas I used to not, like, I used to not be able to do that at all. Stress you out. Send stress you into a spiral. Yeah. Also, like, it used to just take me forever to do anything, and I've, I think that's just come with time. Like, I've just been able to pick it up, you know? Just get things done quicker. Oh, God. <laughs> I have... <laughs> Mm-mm. No, not for you. Mm-mm. I mean, yes and no. I've always been a really bad procrastinator, mm. but I did get diagnosed with ADHD like a year ago, probably mm. a little bit more now at this point, and that really changed my life. Yeah. Um, and being properly medicated and being able to just like sit and finish tasks in a row, especially at work, yeah, really bad. And for those of you that don't know, there's an Adderall shortage in the United States and, like, the world right now. So, <laughs> yeah, girl doesn't have any. So, I'm really struggling and having to just, you know, work my own little brain all by myself. And I have some that you can have. She's hard. Well, you're not supposed to share drugs, so. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I also was diagnosed with ADHD. Well, actually not AD. I don't have the H. I just have ADD. I'm not hyperactive. Which you are, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The semi-psychiatrist, when we first met, it was just a, like, Zoom call, pretty much, to diagnose Mm -hmm. me and do all the tests and stuff, and it was, like, an hour and a half. And we got maybe, like, 30, 45 minutes into it, and she kind of was like, I'm going to continue to go through all these motions with you just because I have to, but I'm going to tell you right now, just based on the fact that you haven't stopped moving the entire time you've been (laughs) on the screen and on video, I'm going to go ahead and say that, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool, girly. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah. I, and see, I never had the hyperactivity, so it went super unnoticed mm-hmm. and under the radar. And I, there was a time in college where I literally thought that I was, I had some sort of, I don't know, disorder. Yeah. You know, which I guess ADD is a disorder, mm-hmm. but I thought it was more serious than that. Yeah. And I was really thinking, like, I wonder if I have... Like a disability? Yeah, like... 
like what is going on because all of my friends a lot of my friends were in the same classes as me Mm -hmm. they were getting a's they were able to just get their work done and move on and i would be up all night trying to get things done because i just i couldn't focus Mm -hmm. and i failed classes and i had to retake them and it was so frustrating because i'm not stupid i just had such a hard time focusing Mm -hmm. and then i finally started buying adderall from people and it was like life changing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't it didn't dawn on me that I needed it. Right. That I had a problem, you know? I was like, I guess I'm just freaking slow and yeah. you know, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then after college when I went to see a psychiatrist, he was like, I don't know how you got through college. And I was like, honestly same. <laughs> <laughs> you honestly <both> same. <laughs> and I mean I had to stay an extra semester to mm-hmm. finish classes that I failed. And yeah, that was really hard. So that's been a big change, being diagnosed with things. Yeah. I also was diagnosed with depression and general anxiety disorder. And I never, I never knew that growing up. Mm-hmm. These are all diagnoses that I got when I was an adult. Yeah. Had I known that when I was younger, I think that would have helped me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, for the longest time, I just thought I was different. Like, why am I sad? Why am I not able to be excited about things? Why am I not, mm-hmm. you know, jumping up and down for this cool thing that all my friends are super excited about? And I was just like, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Or, like, sleeping until 2 p.m. and, like, not wanting to leave my bed. Like, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think as an adult, I've just learned more about myself yeah and also I think with the help of medication I've been able and like therapy and stuff I've been able to change some of my some of the ways that I think some of my pathways in my brain you know responses to certain things yeah yeah for sure um so I think I've definitely changed for the better Mm -hmm. um yeah I never thought, like, growing up I was super depressed, but I started therapy before I got my psychiatrist Mm -hmm. because I was like, yikes. And there were multiple people in my life that were like, you need to go see somebody, including Mm. my parents sat me down at dinner one time, and they were like, you're not okay. Like, Mm -hmm. we can tell, so you need to get help or something. Like, we need to figure this out because you need to start, like, like, let's get to the bottom of this bit. Yeah. Because it's not good. Um, but now looking back and obviously I had a lot of other stuff going on, especially in high school that distracted me a lot from Mm. just like day-to-day life and enjoying normal things that I just kind of thought it was that Mm -hmm. and not necessarily, I mean, obviously that probably plus like, I mean, chaotic growing up. Um, but yeah, for sure. It's wild, you know, what a little medication and awareness will do for you. No kidding. Shout out Wellbutrin. <laughs> I love that we just figured out, like, four days ago <laughs> that we're both on Wellbutrin. Okay, also, we did co-star together. Like, I already had one and Elle did, too, but we, mm-hmm. like, connected and looked at our charts together, and we have so many Like, over half. Same... Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. And if you don't know what co-star is, it's a... Oh, yeah. It's a app where you type in your... Well, it gives you your birth chart after mm-hmm. you've typed in, you know, the 
day you were born, the time you were born, the location of where you were born. Mm -hmm. And it shows you basically how the stars and planets were aligned at the very time of your birth. And so it, it tells you obviously that your big three, three, your sun, your moon, and your rising signs. And then it tells you all the rest. And so Lauren and I compared those and we have so many in common, which is it's weird, but not what, like, it makes sense. Yeah. I feel like there is a lot of, like, opposites attract and, like, they kind of, like, even each other out and bounce off of each other. Yeah. But I do think that it's been nice that we're so similar in so many ways that mm-hmm. it's always felt, like, super comforting to be around you because I know a lot of the time, like, you're feeling probably close to the same way I'm feeling or yeah. you understand at least where I'm coming from. Yeah. And so it's never felt like I needed to like, change my mood to hang out with Mm. you or, like, put on some kind of show to be with you. Like, I know if you come over here and I'm, like, a mess, you'll be, like, (laughs) I'll be messed with you. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Faux show. Um, I think that was the rest of the questions. Um, I'm just going to double check to see. (laughs) Mm. I wrote down some one-liners. From when I was in Texas. Oh my god. For when I start my comedy stand-up routine. Oh boy. Should I give it like a little, a little take? I'm a little scared. Austin, Texas is the most polarized city I've ever been to. It's like Portland, Oregon, and Berlin, Germany having a threesome with an NRA-sponsored rodeo. It's jarring. (laughs) (laughs) That one's good. You don't like the other one? Just a bit much. I think that sums it up. I think so, too. I think this is also just a bonus episode, so maybe we're giving we, the people a little extra. Maybe we shouldn't even, like, tell people this is out there. They can just find it. It's so true. All right. Well, this has been long. It's charming. Uh, just to reiterate, just, you know, close it out. Mm-hmm. If you're a man... Who is a big boy, has nice facial hair, mm-hmm. muscles, mm-hmm. gentleman, mm-hmm. romantic, mm-hmm. soft, soft, caring, rugged, compassionate, compassionate <laughs> dominating, wow, yet soft. Okay, wouldn't mind a back massage mm-hmm. or a facial. Mm-hmm. So verse, maybe like a little bit of a top and a little bit of a bottom. No. Oh, okay. Just a top. Just a top. Okay. But like, still would like to be like taken care of a little bit. <laughs> I need to write, I just like need to write this down. I need to go to a tarot reader. Oh my God. Do you want me to read your tarot cards? No. All right. We gotta go. This is... <laughs> so you'll watch <laughs> random women on TikTok? Well, like, and men, please don't be sexist here, Lauren. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. No, I love when you read my tarot cards, but like, mm-hmm. how am I gonna? What would I ask you? You know, like, is this man a real person? I don't. Why were you gonna go get out someone from a reading from someone else? To see, like, oh, I forget. Okay. All right. Well, this this should we just we should stop talking. Yeah, that's been so much fun. All right. Follow us on Instagram at Babble Riot. Email us, especially if you're the guy that I'm looking for. Please mm-hmm. email me and us at babbleriot at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. 
My phone number is 206. Please don't. Just kidding. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Okay. Peace, love, gratitude. Peace in the streets. Much blessing, much love. Love you, babe. Thank you for hanging out. Love you too. Can't wait for next time. Okay. Bye bye. Bye now. Ciao. Thank you.